show is brought to you by Health Plans, your Medicare plans, insurance solutions, and resource agency. We have a variety of plans and products that fit your needs, benefit requirements, and budget. With many low or no-cost premium plans, zero co-pays, and much more. Our licensed benefits advisor's priority is your health and well-being. Call us today and book your no-obligation consultation. 1-929-367-5269. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Frank Williams Show. I'm your host, Frank Williams. I want to say it is a pleasure to be here with you today. Thank you so much for stopping by and watching. Today, we're going to talk about relationships. What does it take to have a loving relationship? What does it take to keep the spark in a relationship? And we have a couple more questions as well. And my guest today is a relationship coach, and she's going to help us answer those questions. And I'd like to welcome Felisa Jones. Felisa, thank you so much for being on the show. Hi, it's a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Felisa, let's start with uh, telling the audience a little bit about yourself and how you became or how you decided to become a relationship coach. Oh, okay. Um, so it's kind of a long story, but I'll try to, you know. <laughs> That's okay. We have time. <laughs> okay. Um, wow. Where can I start? It's hard. It's, it's been a long a journey. So um, let's see. Well, I think I saw a lot of people with, uh, with pain. You know, I saw a lot of people that were struggling with relationships. And I saw that something was missing. <laughs> Okay. I saw that there is a link, the missing link between all these problems that everybody's complaining about relationships. And it just, I knew I could fill that hole. I knew I could fill that, that space for people to help them with their relationships. I was called into it. I was called into it. And um, I, I, I answered the call and this was the right the very right thing that I was supposed to be doing all along. Okay, so, great. So let's start with what does it take to have a loving relationship? Because relationships can be tough and love really is a, could be a huge risk. So what does it take to have a loving relationship? Hmm. Well, that's a good question, but I always say that, you know, relationships are subjective. Okay. So it, it's, it's difficult. It's, it's not accurate. It's not accurate to just like say that this is the one method or this is the one way, or this, this is the answer because, because we find ourselves through relationships. Okay. So what would you say would be the number one important ingredient in a relationship i think that the most important ingredient in a relationship is to love without not a, don't expect something from that from the person don't expect something back from them so you're saying not to really try and change somebody but grow with them during their journey together, correct? Yes. I, I'd also think that 
communication is a huge part in any relationship, correct? Well, communication, but you know, my son always says people don't want to know the truth. Well, I would think that although we may not want to know the truth, I think that makes for a, a more loving and stronger bond between two people. I think if it's, if it's expressed lovingly without any anger, uh, you know, it just comes from the heart and you give that person the respect. I think that that could go a long way as well. Let, let me, let me just say, um, yeah, that's, that's, that sounds good. Um, but let me just say, there is a lot of things that going back to your question, you know, the ingredient, according to, um, I'm a conscious dating relationship coach. So I, I help singles through my program. Okay. Um, and this program takes you through this self-discovery pro uh, pro process because that is the foundation. If you don't, if you don't understand yourself, you cannot understand someone else. Okay, and are, are there any methods where a person can be become more aware of who they are? Yeah. And what would they be? Um, it depends on who you are as an individual. And it depends on who you are in the relationship. And it depends on your history, your patterns, and the level of your consciousness. Okay. And what about uh, the spark? In a relationship, you know, in a relationship, many people that are together for many years tend to lose that spark and they seem to drift apart. Is there any way that we can keep that spark? That's, first of all, you asked the question, that, that's the question. Is there any way we can keep that spark? So the first thing is that you have to want to keep the spark. Both people have to be both people have to want to keep the spark. So that's the, that's, that's the key to it. If, if, if nobody wants to keep the spark, but it's, it's not that they don't want to keep the spark. <laughs> they say they want something, but they don't want to commit to, 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 to it, to what it takes to get, to get it. People, I think, lack of commitment is what is what's making that's what makes relationships not not to work it's a okay. lack of commitment yes it, it, relationships take a lot of commitment and i'm sure one way to keep the spark is by having a date night maybe once a week i used to um when you know when i was married i practiced that i came up with that i said you know although we're we're, you know, here we, we live together, but that doesn't mean that you're spending quality. You see, if someone's love language is quality time, that's my love language, by the way. <laughs> you, okay. asked about love you asked about love, love languages, right? <laughs> yes. Earlier? Okay. 
So if someone's love language is, you know, quality time, and some people take for granted once they live together, once they feel comfortable, they stop, they stop wanting, they stop, they, they, they just, they just relax and they, they don't, they don't, they don't feel the need to work, work at, at, at what they have. So there's that lack of commitment. And then sometimes there's this power struggles in the relationships. A lot of power struggles. Who's going to have the power? Okay, would you going to have the power or are you going to, you know, it's like there's this power struggle. That's what I've observed in relationships too. Right. I, I would tend to think that it's one spouse or partner wanting more or wanting it their way. There's to- always, there's always who, who, you know, who get, who's, who, there's this power struggle. So where is the, how do you, how do you get past the, this power struggle? How do you get past the ego? I would, I would say probably through compromise and sacrifice, because it does take two people to, to make the relationship. And sacrifice. And under- compromise and- is one thing, sacrifice. Yes, sacrifice, right. Sacrifice and compromise because we can't have everything in a relationship that we want because it it takes two people, again, to keep that loving relationship. Um, So first of all, there's a lot of, this is like surface talk, okay? We're not really getting into, I can't possibly tell you um, everything that I, I can offer, what I, what I do as like, there's so much, there's different facets of it. Um, but there, there, this, this is what coaching is. This is what relationship coach, this is what I do as a coach. I fill in all those gaps, the questions that you have. Right. The questions that you're asking, this is what I help you to, to come out to understand, to what? What would to 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 overcome. to overcome and move forward? There, that's not therapy. Doesn't do that. Therapy doesn't move you forward. So therapy is not. We, we, I don't. I'm not a therapist because some people they they confuse that I'm I'm a therapist or or I'm a you know uh, <laughs> I don't know all kinds of consultant. <laughs> that's not coaching, you know, so I don't, you know, so it's a totally different thing, but, um, to answer your question, I think that's a very good idea in terms of the spark thing though. I want to go back to that. I want to back up a little bit. I think, um, the spark thing, um, after a long time, you can never get tired of the person, you, you know, you're in control of that. You're in control of how you see somebody. It's not some, something controlling you. How you see somebody is, is you're in control of how you see somebody. And the way you see that, that, some, that person is the way that they're going to, it's going to be reflected back on you. Okay. I, let me ask you, um, being a relationship coach as well, I'm working with a couple who I've been working with them for a couple of months now. And they found me on my website. 
And these two individuals were ready to call it quits. But the boyfriend suggested that they try one more time. And I found that while I was coaching these, this couple, that there was a lot of uh, anger or he's not doing what I'm asking him to do. She's not doing what I'm asking him, her, her to do. So I work, I've been working with it, like I said, for a few months now. And they were very open to the suggestions I, I've given them because, like you said, I don't give my clients the answers. I guide them to the answer that's going to work best for them. And I just, uh, just the other day, had the honor of being asked by them to officiate their wedding. So what, what does it take? I mean, in your opinion as a coach, if, I mean, it worked for this couple, but is it really that easy to get couples back once they've pretty much given up? Or is that something that's just unique? No, and, and, and that's what I, you know, that's what I get, I get, I, I, I was trained by the best relationship coaching um, institution. So that's what I am, I'm in training for, to learn how it's not easy. There's nothing easy about it. So you need somebody who is, who is trained, who is very well trained. And that's why I underwent the training that I went, underwent and still going to make sure that I'm well trained to, to, because it's not easy. You ask the question, if it's easy, it's not easy at all. Right. So if a couple has pretty much uh, given up on each other, you know, with the couple I was coaching or am coaching, that, I think that's a unique uh, ex experience for me because most couples, once they've had enough, they pretty much part, you know, they go their own separate ways, which is unfortunate because I think, you know, here you are, you fell in love with this person and all of a sudden as the years go on, you fall out of love or you drift apart. And I think a lot of that has to do with lack of communication. I think it has a, a lot to do with um, outside, you know, circumstances getting in the way. You know, talking with this, this couple that I'm coaching, I always tell them that the, the problem is that the problem uh, is not them, it's the circumstances. The couple is a team and they're working to make things better. So with two individuals that are re really ready to give up, and unfortunately the divorce rate is very high, but I'd like to think, and, and in your opinion, do you think it's possible that most couples, if they truly wanted to try, could get back together? Anything is possible. <laughs> no, which is true, yes, yes. So that's my answer to that. Okay. What about uh, disputes? How, how do we handle disputes? Sometimes you, it depends. It depends what, what's going on with the dispute. Okay. So, so, I, so give me an example. Let me coach you. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what I've done with, with the couple that I'm coaching. Uh, with the disputes, you never want to use anger. You never want to use insults. You really want to sit down and give each other the respect and hear each other out as to what is bothering them and then try to come to an understanding as to how to make things better. The one thing that, that I suggest that they do when I, from the very beginning was to go out and get like a ceramic heart and to have whoever's talking, if the boyfriend's talking, 
he holds that heart in his hand, knowing that he doesn't want to break his girlfriend's heart. Okay, so you you just you just I, I don't mean to cut you off, but no, that's okay. You just identified. You just got your own answer, I think, to that. Which yes, is, I did. I did. I just wondering if there are other ways of uh, which which when when the key the key to it is what you said. First of all, two people have to want it. Correct. I can't give you anything. Even, even Jesus couldn't force miracles on people. They have to want it. They have to want the help. They have to want to get better, meaning they're committed. I said again, the lack of commitment, because people are not committed. So if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, whatever. I'm not going to deal with this. And right. then... Knowing, and then they go back again. And then the cycle repeats itself. But okay. until you are committed, until the, the two people are committed to wanting things to change, that by itself, that alone, whether they end up parting ways or staying together, that's the defining moment. So again, people have to be willing to get, to put their emotional health as priority and most people don't they'll buy 50,000 pairs of shoes over get their get their so that tells you what's important to people right when it comes to disputes and another exercise that i do uh suggest is i call it the empty chair exercise which is if you're very angry or if you really you know want yeah i to know about that go at your partner you just pull out an empty chair and you, you yell and, you know, whatever it takes. So, so these, are, these are techniques. What you're saying is they need a coach. That's what you're saying. Everybody needs a coach. <laughs> yes, everybody does need a coach. I agree. But I think the empty chair exercise can be very helpful. And I know it was very helpful for the But, but where, where would anybody ever think of that unless, unless somebody had to tell them that? Oh, no, which is true. And that's why we're, we're talking about relationships, how you and I can give them advice. So more people get more people need coaching. They need to know the value of coaching. Yes, they do. What about if, what if about, they if they want their relationships to to thrive, to be better, to be to experience more in, in their relationships? They need everybody needs a coach. That's what I'm going to tell you. Yes, I, I, I agree with you. What about some of your cases that you're working on now? What, what do you see going on? It's singles. Singles and um, I, I, I think <laughs> um, I don't know. I think people have to kind of, like my son says, people want, don't want honest communication. They don't want truth. They, they want communication, but the communication people want is you telling them, you know, like patting them in the back, like feeding their ego. They don't want truth. If you want to tell them something, maybe that they don't want to, like, they're so in their feelings. You know, the, you know the song, In Their Feelings? They're in their feelings. People are in their feelings. You can't tell them. You can't say anything. It's like, who are you to tell me right. what to do? So most of the clients that you have right now are, are single. What is it that you're finding with them? Is it that they're looking for a partner or what would it be? They have issues dating. 
Singles don't know how to date. They don't know how to date. They and do how, not how, know how to date. How should one date? How should one date? You should come with an open, open mind, number one. If everybody has an open mind, comes with an open mind and not prejudging, pre bringing, like, if you just have an open mind, like every day you have an open mind and you just let go of yesterday and start over the next, you, know, you will see, you will see that all this stuff that we making a problem they, then they really it's really not a people it's really there's really there's no problem except the problem that we make for ourselves in the relationships that's what it is i don't know if this makes sense to you no sure sure it does i would say that a lot of the concerns that couples have would be a good part would be outside you know problems such as uh you know raising children uh financial circumstances okay so the truth is with conscious this is with only with conscious dating and this is what this is what breaks relationships according to conscious dating okay this is gonna cost you <laughs> <laughs> if i tell you that it's gonna cost you a lot of money <laughs> Uh, but, but, uh, I'm, no, I'm not gonna, I'm <laughs> no, don't mind me. I'm just, I'm just, Got it. okay. Silly. <laughs> okay. That's okay. Okay. Good. Um, requirements. Requirements. Keep that word in your head. That's, that's the key. Okay. Requirements such as. Figure out what your requirements are. Can you give me five of your requirements? Not offhand, no. No, no. I, I actually, actually my, my relationship is, is, is wonderful because of the communication that we have together. Is that your side of the story or is that her side of the story or is it both sides of the story? I believe it's both sides of the story. How, how, how come? How do you know? Because we're able to talk and we're able to be honest with each other. Okay, so that's what you need? Sure, I think you need that in any relationship. Well, what are those two requirements? Honesty and trust. Let me ask you, if, you, if anyone in our, in our audience would like to reach out to you, how, how can they do that? Yes, okay, so that will be Palissa, my first name, which is P-A-L-E-S-A-J-O-N-E-S at yahoo.com. And a phone number? Phone number, that will be 973-934-0553. So you can call me there. Okay. And then I have a Facebook, um, I have a Facebook group of, um, of singles and, you know, people, people that, you know, that I'm kind of overseeing um, with regards to coaching and relationships. So I can also be found there. So you can also join that group and be a part of the movement that's conscious dating relationship coach on Facebook. Okay. You're welcome to join. Uh, there's a lot of uh, value in, in togetherness and what we're doing, building a community. So you're welcome to join. Um, 
honestly, I'm here. So, uh, yeah, you can find me easily. <laughs> okay. No, that's great. Thank you for the information. Thank you. Thank you so much for being on the show. And I look forward to speaking with you in the, in the future. And for those of you who are watching, I want to thank you so much for stopping by and, and watching the show. And always remember, believe in your dreams, but more importantly, believe in yourself, because that's where dreams begin. I'll see you next time.